Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here on After Hours, beware of the host who will steal your paycheck and laugh all the way to the bank. My pork rinds commercial. They play it during Monday Night Football. I was having this conversation with Kevin Harlan. He said, I knew that was you. And he said, I always tease Kurt Warner because Kurt used to be the guy who would do the pork rinds commercials. And now it's you. (laughs) And Amy Lawrence of CBS Radio took your job. Well, Amy's great. She is. The phone rings and she says, will you come on and visit my show? I said, yeah. And I said, what's the deal about taking money out of my guy's pocket there for the pork rinds? Uh, She's better at than I am. I hate to admit it, but she is. I know. I hate to admit it, too. but The truth is the truth. Like I said, you are better at it than I am. I'm glad you have the gig. You do a great job with it. Otherwise, I'm going to try to steal it back at some point. Give it up, give it up, give it up, yeah. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. To be one of the highlights of the last 10 years, Kurt Warner coming on the show for the first time, and we had a little surprise for him. We ambushed him a bit with that conversation that I'd previously had with Kevin Harlan about the pork rinds commercials. Yes, it is a question I get asked over and over again. Are you the voice of the small batch Southern recipe pork rinds? Yes. Yes, I am. And it's actually a connection that was made At the Super Bowl, at Radio Row, it was an interview that I did in conjunction with the Gridiron Greats, Bobby Bell, for those of you who are longtime NFL fans or maybe you're Chiefs fans, Bobby Bell, who was part of the early Super Bowls with the Chiefs, remember they went 50 years in between Super Bowl appearances, and he and I made such a connection sitting there on Radio Row in... I think it was in Houston. No, no, it was San Francisco. It was in San Francisco, and he had only missed one Super Bowl. That was Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco. He'd only missed one over the previous 50 years. And so he's a legend in that respect. But the Gridiron Greats, in their partnership with Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds, were so thrilled with the interview that they decided they wanted me to be part of their Pork Rinds campaign, their ads. Pork Rinds Appreciation Day is the same as Super Bowl Sunday. They raise money for the gridiron greats. So multiple times per year, and I know you've heard them, we get Hall of Famers or old-timers here on the show to tell their stories, but also to make their pitch for gridiron greats and why it's a big deal. And whenever they come to me and they say, hey, we have a guest we'd like to get on the air, would you like to interview this great or this Hall of Famer, the case, or, you know, it's absolutely yes. Mean Joe Green, amazing conversation. He's just one of them. The Hall of Famers that I've been able to connect with 
through my partnership with Southern Recipe and Pork Rinds Appreciation Day, it's been a highlight. And so to steal that account from Kurt Warner, (laughs) are you kidding me? And then to know that Kurt Warner recognized my name and my voice was even a bigger deal. We've since had him on the show again, but nothing will ever top that particular conversation (laughs) as he's one of the Hall of Famers that I absolutely adore. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for all of your kind words. Many of you weighing in about 10 years as a network. Our first shows, January 1st, 2013. Yes, I am one of the original employees, uh, along with DA, Damon Amendolara, who will follow me here into the studio. I believe he is working on Friday morning. Uh, He follows me, and now he's changed time slots more than once. I actually took over his original time slot uh, eight years ago and have stayed put. So he is still with the network. Sean Marash is also obviously still with the network and on his show. Uh, Pete Bellotti, who runs the board for them in the mornings and is now doing management work behind the scenes. Uh, Both the Toms, D. Benedetto and D. Celestino, who were both producers of mine early on, they are original employees of the network. I still remember the emails they sent me before our very first show together on a Friday night, January 3rd, 2013, uh, to introduce themselves, which is kind of fun. I think who else is an original employee? We've had a lot. Uh, Mike Samter is an original employee, so he's now working with, let's see, Maggie and Perloff, and I worked with him this summer when I did a couple of their shows uh, when they were on vacation. Maggie started out doing Saturday mornings here on the network. So I guess you could say she's an original employee, though. She wasn't on the roster specifically, but she was here to fill in uh, going back to the beginning. Tiki and Tierney were original employees. They were doing the morning show uh, to start with Dana Jacobson. And then when she left after two years, they remained to do their own show. Remember, they did afternoon drive Eastern time and some middays. Pacific time. Now they are with our New York affiliate. And that's a great fit for Tiki specifically, but also Brandon, who's from the area. I think I'm, I, of course, I'm going to forget people and I feel badly. Jim Rome, it's an original show on the network. Let's see who else in terms of producers. I think Shepard, David Shepard, who works with JR, he left for a couple of years, but he was here when the network began with. Scott Farrell, who I desperately miss. I also miss my former bosses. I've said this before. I will say it again. They were the best bosses I've ever had. Having gone through a career as a female in this business where I've had some pretty... I've had some pretty stereotypical situations with bosses. And I say that because the stereotypes fit. The chauvinism the condescending attitude, um, the the way that they treated females in this business. I, I've, I've done the whole harassment thing. It's why I tell people, I don't care how old I am. I would never go back to my 20s and do it all over again. I wouldn't go back to my 30s if somebody paid me. Not only do I like who I am a whole lot better now, uh, but also I already lived through all the crap in this business and I'm I'm not doing it again. And I, I can't tell you that it's perfect now. It's not. Uh, I desperately miss my former bosses because things are not the same since uh, specifically Mark Chernoff uh, departed the network. But 
uh, I will say that they were instrumental in not only giving me this opportunity, but also telling me, we don't want you to be anyone but Amy. We're not interested in you being more like one of the guys. We're not interested in you doing a show that you think is what we most want to hear. We want you to be you. And that was empowering. I remember connecting with many of my former colleagues from my previous network and how many of them had heard the show here on the network and said to me, wow, Amy, you sound so confident. You sound so free. You sound like you like you fit there. It's just a different you. And and it's true. I had outgrown the box at my previous network. And, and even though it was the best career move I ever made to jump from ESPN to come here, it was still scary. It was scary. I picked up my entire life and started over. I left my condo, my church, my friends. I left um, a, a routine that I had followed for the better part of nine years. Um, it, it was it was really scary. I never wanted to work in New York City ever, <laughs> but that's where CBS Sports Radio headquarters are located. And so I had to get acclimated to driving in and out of the city or taking the train in and out of the city. And um, so there's been a lot of there've been a lot of ways that this network in these last ten years have changed me as a person, but also I would say have changed me as a manager, someone who manages the producers on this show. And we're, I wouldn't say we're completely autonomous, but we don't get a lot of feedback from the managers. And so uh, a lot of it is done internally. And now having just one producer means that I'm doing a lot of tasks that I never did 10 years ago. Um, that as a network show host, you would never expect that, that I would be doing. Um, and so the, the business has changed a lot. It's gotten smaller so many friends and colleagues, former colleagues, have lost jobs, have had to pivot and start over and figure out uh, the you know the next step for themselves. I am grateful for 10 years in one place because that's almost unheard of in our business. But I will say at the same time, there have been disappointments. There have been lost opportunities. There have been closed doors. And there are still dreams that I am pursuing. I'm not going to share the news with you yet. I'm working on a blog post to wrap up 2022. And I do have some big news to share. Uh, something I've been working on for the last, say, four or five months. And I'm blown away by how it came together. It's totally a God thing. We'll even call it a miracle. Um, and it's going to be something that I hope will be an, a new addition in my career as I move forward. Um, at this point, I'm dabbling. At this point, I'm trying it, and we'll see what happens. Um, but then hoping that it turns into something, I want to say permanent, because nothing in this life is permanent, but that turns into something that's a little steadier moving forward. Uh, it's not something I will give up my radio career for, but it would be an addition to my radio career and something that I've started to think about a lot over the last couple of years. I don't know how much longer I'll be in this same area, meaning the same metro, uh, but I did buy my first house ever in the last few years. Um, man, moving during a pandemic is as much fun as it sounds. Uh, so I bought my house in 2020, and and that was certainly because for the first time in a long time, um, I was able to save the money and put it aside and and realize a dream. But I, I don't believe that I'll 
retire here or that I will stay here for the rest of of my life or my career. So yes, I guess there is a chance it could be another 10 years and we could be having this conversation in, oh dear Lord, uh, 20, what would be 2032? Holy crap. I can't even think that far ahead. (laughs) But the last 10 years have flown by in a blur. So yes, there is the possibility it could be another 10 years. Never say never. But I would say it's not likely. I love radio more than I love sports. I I love the art of radio far more than I love sports, which sounds crazy enough to say, right? Because you all know how much enthusiasm I have for sports. But at some point, this rat race, sports being all-consuming and really never, ever slowing down, it, it gets to you. And we'll see. We'll see what is in store in the network over the next couple years. I still have two years left on my contract Um, But I do know it's the best career move I ever made. And my huge, huge and sincere thank you to Mark Chernoff and Eric Spitz, who were the two bosses who made it clear that they wanted me as part of this startup operation in 2013. I didn't have a contract signed even until the last days of 2012. So there are a lot of moments of trepidation there. They just wanted me to be Amy. They never asked me to be someone different. They believed that Amy was enough to make the show work. Now, they did ask me to take more phone calls, (laughs) especially Mark Chernoff. He's a big fan of phone calls. And and as the architect of the most successful sports radio station in history, uh, WFAN in New York, that's certainly a prototype that he had seen excel. So he did want me to take more phone calls. We kind of battled back and forth about that. Uh, But my thank you to Mark and to Eric. I am not exaggerating. This is not hyperbole. Best bosses I ever had. They saw me. They heard me. They believed in me. They gave me an opportunity. And they trusted me. When I came to them with crazy ideas, like taking the show on the road here and there and everywhere, Uh, They never said no. They always listened when I went to them with problems and there were problems because it's, it's life and that's, that's work. It's our business. They always said to me, in fact, Eric would always say to me, why didn't you come to me sooner? Why did you try to fix this on your own? I mean, they always helped me to work out solutions. Uh, They always have wanted what's best for me. And I'm still in touch with Eric. He's um, in a new position with another network and is really happy and, and we're still great friends I miss Mark tremendously. He was like a father figure to me. And so I am grateful for them. I wish they were still here, but I'm just so thankful for the years that I had with them. You can find me on Twitter, ALaw Radio. We've got that poll up uh, after hours game of the week. And then also on our Facebook page, a lot of you weighing in there, and it's great. Uh, thank you for letting us know how you found the network and where you listen from. And we're going to get back to your phone calls here as well. But take that poll because this is the final show of 2022 and also the last show before we launch forward into what is a humongous football weekend. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. J.J. Watt speaking about his retirement. And it's kind of interesting, too. Did you hear Cliff Kingsbury say that he didn't know? They they were kind of blindsided by J.J.'s announcement on social media. But that's how it's done these days. Ten years later. 
10 years later, that's how athletes make their announcements. I use my blog, so I suppose I'm not that different to make big announcements and to share big news with you. Uh, So, yes, we uh, have entered this world sometime in the last 10 years where now athletes, they don't outsource, right? They very rarely hand their news to someone else. Instead, they break the news themselves. And so I guess it caught Cliff Kingsbury off guard. But J.J. says he's known about this for quite a while, and and this is something that he was sure about for weeks. Uh, I've known for a little while. Um, I've known, yeah, easily weeks. I mean, I've known for a while. Um, It's just, it's it's the right time. Like, it just feels like the right time. I mean, my body, I put so much into the game, and the wins and the losses, uh, the mental stress and passion that comes with it um it just weighs on you it's it's heavy i mean it's really heavy and so losses are very tough to take um you know you live with the highs and the lows and i've, I've always said that i would way rather live with the highs and the lows than never know the middle you know i, I don't want to just be blah um but i got a son now mm-hmm. um obviously i had a, a heart scare in the middle of the year so there's there's certainly some of that that played into it um but i'm I'm very happy and I'm very at peace with it. The longest, well, Tom Brady's out to define uh, length of NFL career and really length of of viability for a professional athlete. Seriously, if you had told me at the beginning of this 10 years that Tom Brady would still be playing a decade down the road, I would have said no way. <laughs> but he's the aberration, right? He's the exception to the rule. J.J. Watt has already played four times as long as the average NFL career, right? I mean, he's spanned a decade in a very physical position. Three-time defensive player of the year. He's got over 111 career sacks. He's the only player ever to have 20-plus sacks in two different seasons or, or more. And the number of injuries that he's recovered from, the number of ways that he's had to get his body back into playing shape, I can understand. And it's not just the physical toll, as you hear him say. It's also the mental toll. But the average NFL career doesn't even last four seasons. There are far more rank and file, as we call it, guys who are flashing the pain they're in and they never get a second contract. So as much as it may feel like J.J. Watt's career is being truncated, that's not the case, especially at the physical position that he plays. And so I will miss him. I think back over the last 10 years, Peyton Manning retiring, Drew Brees retiring. Again, we all probably assumed that Tom Brady would have retired by now. (laughs) But how about some of the more surprise ones? Tony Romo retiring and moving into the broadcast booth. I know that I'm listing quarterbacks, but they're, they're not the only ones. They just happen to be more high profile. We've seen some of the greats. How about Joe Thomas? And the fact that he had taken 10,000 consecutive snaps, far more than that, but he exceeded 10,000 consecutive snaps. And then was it a tricep injury that he suffered 
with the Browns, and that was it. Retired. A surefire Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. Adam Vinatieri. I mean, talk about a career that was epic. A little easier when you're a kicker because you're not typically getting hit. And that's just football. In basketball, in hockey, in baseball, to be sure, we've seen some really emotional and tough retirements. Fans having a hard time letting go. Ten years. Ten years of incredible storylines and some of the coolest championships. The Eagles winning their first Super Bowl. The St. Louis Blues going from worst to first, a rag to riches story. Alex, uh, Alexander Ovechkin getting his first Stanley Cup. That's got to be one of my favorite championship celebrations of all time. But even going back to the very first year that we were here as a network, the Boston Marathon bombing happened months into our very first year. And the Red Sox, David Ortiz and the Red Sox winning the World Series in 2013. The Cubs finally exercising those demons and winning their World Series after 108 years. Peyton Manning was one of the great storylines where you ride off into the sunset, but of course not all careers end that way. And there's been some that you think, man, Wanted to see them on that playoff stage one more time. I wish it had it ended quite like that. A lot more end with injuries. A lot more end because of physical limitations. It's been 10 years, and I've probably forgotten most of the storylines. <laughs> That's how it happens. Sometimes I can't even remember who won the Super Bowl last year. Now, as I'm saying it, I, I can. The Rams. Yeah, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of 10 years in sports. And we've been along for the ride. All right, I promise. Going to put the Game of the Week poll up on our Facebook page. With so much on the line, what is the After Hours Game of the Week? You've got four candidates on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Thank you for all of your kind words. We'll get back to your calls here as we head up. Uh, through well, we head through the bottom of the hour and then on up to the top. Uh, I purposely did not book a guest because I figured that we would be hearing from a lot of you, and we do have some more of the big names who will be participating in the biggest games this weekend. That includes Tom Brady and also the college football playoff. Man, that's changed over the last 10 years the way that they crown the champion in college football, and it's about to change again. Man, the wild, wild west that is now college football and college sports, that's been one of the most monumental differences from where we are now to where we were when we started 10 years ago. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You are listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Jerry is in D.C. Jerry, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) Marcus is listening in Milwaukee. Marcus, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. We put another guy to sleep. He's snoring. I'm two for two. (laughs) So, Kevin, I know you want to weigh in on the Heisman. What do you think? Kevin fell asleep. I'm not sure it's a compliment, but it's totally awesome. You had a guy call up that was snoring on the phone, and your laugh was just cracking me up. I tell my mom all the time, my mom has sleep, and she, you just turn on the radio and listen to my show, you'll go right to sleep. (laughs) Within the sound of silence. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We feel like we're collecting snorers who sound like barn animals. <laughs> I know that maybe I should uh, be upset by the fact that people fall asleep, but honestly, as someone who has to navigate upside down, sleep challenges, feeling like I'm constantly flipping my schedule because I am. I, I don't stay on overnight hours on the weekends. So I would like to have some semblance of a life on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, it is is definitely the hardest part of working overnights is the sleep and feeling like you're always tired. And those of you who work odd hours, well, you can relate, of course. Um, and so <laughs> I do not take it personally when people fall asleep um, because if you need to sleep, well, then we're glad to help you get the sleep and the rest that you so desperately need. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Vote for the After Hours Game of the Week. Uh, I found the perfect gift to go along with our Facebook post. I didn't put it up in a poll form. I just said, have at it. Uh, bought my brother a mug for Christmas that has this animal on it uh, comes from our favorite cartoon. He, when we were kids, he also got a puzzle with the same character uh, for Christmas, which is kind of funny. So you can check that out on our Facebook page after hours with Amy Lawrence. And again, thanks for all of your kind words. See if we can work in a couple calls here. John is in Detroit. Welcome to the show. John. Hey Amy, how you doing dear? Good. Thank you. Happy new year. Thank you, dear. Congratulations on your 10 years at the station. Network, but thank you. Network, station. It's all the same, isn't it? No, it's not the same <laughs> thing. We have 300 <laughs> stations that are part of our network around the country. Wow. Well, congratulations. I just celebrated a nine-year anniversary with Uber in Detroit here. 
Awesome. On the 10th of December, it was my ninth anniversary. They, I joined up two days after they came to Detroit on um, <clears throat> December the 8th, 2014. Mm-hmm. I've been with them ever since. Awesome. That's a long time to be in any job. Yeah. I was a chef for years, but COVID kind of took my restaurant, my last restaurant, away from me. And t- on May 21st, 2021. Mm-hmm. I just retired and packed it up because I figured the industry would never be the same. Yeah, it definitely hasn't. It seems like every time I drive familiar roads around my neighborhood, there's another restaurant that's closed or another storefront that's boarded up. Yeah, it's still definitely claiming small businesses. Oh, yeah, it was terrible up here. Yeah, Anyways, it's I'm pretty terrible fan. everywhere. How do you think the Lions are going to fare this weekend? I do not know how they're going to fare this weekend, but I will say that I love the excitement that they've brought to not only their fan base, uh, the way that Dan Campbell and the team uh, have decided that they're going to change the culture. They're out to change the narrative around the Lions. I think is fantastic. Uh, it's invigorating. They're electric. They're still working on getting the right pieces in place, and I think specifically the young defense. But I do love oh, yeah. the way that a bunch of different careers have been resurrected. I love the way that Dan Campbell is unabashedly Dan Campbell uh, and that he doesn't try to be anything he's not. I promise I'm not a lunatic. Might be one of my favorite lines ever from <laughs> Dan Campbell. But I just think that this is a hungry fan base that – I don't know what anyone deserves or doesn't deserve, but has waited a long time and would be so over the moon ecstatic, a little bit like the Eagles fan base, right? Or even we're talking about some of the the teams that had won for the first time in a long time, the Cubs uh, long suffering, long, long suffering, or the Capitals or any of these, even the Rams fan base, though they'd moved around a bunch too. So it's, it's amazing to be able to celebrate with fan bases that, feel like they've waited forever. And in the case of the Lions, it probably does feel that way. So, yes, I think that'd be a great story for not just the NFL, but for all of sports. Oh, yeah. If, if we can win the next two games, I think we'll make it in the playoffs. So we can make some noise in there once we get in. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to play the Lions, I think, because they bring that kind of uh, wild abandon to the table. Well, Dan Campbell's the best coach I think we've had. I've been in live since 1957 when they won their first last championship before the Super Bowl era. But uh, I was born January 17, 1956. And um, I, love that I don't know. Just, the, the team has totally changed. It, it's like something you've never seen before. And I've seen a lot with the Lions. Most of losing. But uh, the, Dan Campbell, he's working his butt off to change the culture. He's doing a great job, too. Yeah. I think, I think he, ins- he, inspires, he inspires people to follow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I hope that you... I've been listening to you since my birthday, January 17th, 1950. No, you definitely have not been. I'm not sure how old you think I am, but I'm I'm not that old. 2015, I apologize, Amy. That's the first time I listened to you because I was... It took me a year and a half to figure out the Uber thing and figure out if I worked overnight that I could listen to you on the radio. And uh, I started on my birthday, which will be... uh, here in the next 15, 16, 17 days, I think. <laughs> you think? But, uh, <laughs> nice. Well, you know, when you get to be 66, 67, you, you can't let your mind goes where, where you're on here. No way. Um, That's a stereotype. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> but, yeah, I still remember I just I was driving overnight for the first time, and I heard your voice on the radio. I'm like, yeah, that girl's good. 
That yeah, girl, that girl like, is kind of good. She's you're the greatest girl on the radio. I get news for you. I'm what? You're the greatest girl on the radio today. Oh. I appreciate that. I mean, there aren't very many of us in sports, so thank you. Kind of narrows the field a little bit, but I do appreciate that, John. Happy New Year to you, and congratulations on your tenure at your job, too. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. You Good work, okay, Alice? Oh, see, this is something I've not mastered in 10 years. I say goodbye, and then I go to hang up, and then they're still talking. And sometimes we get on a phone call, and people are practicing. It's just it's a crapshoot, really, when it comes to calls. Uh, all right, so find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. Take our poll after hours game o the week because there's so much on the line. Uh, also on our Facebook page, just check out the GIF. My favorite cartoon as a kid, my brother and I growing up, we. Uh, yeah, we never missed it. My mom, we were actually reminiscing with my mom over Christmas uh, that this took us back to Saturday morning cartoons. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. To them, you're just a freak. Like me. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Rob is listening in San Bruno, California. Do you believe Belichick and Brady, Rob? I was close friends with Tom Brady. Hey, what's going on, Amy? You know, I never played football, but, you know, I played football. Hey, we, I'm in North Carolina. We fine. We'll be all right. We don't play Philly but twice. We ain't got to see him no more. We're going to have to just get dead straight. I'm going to take you to Sturgis this summer. Are you planning to kidnap me? No, no. We're just going to go to Sturgis for a week. Wait, wait, we are going to go to Sturgis for a week? Of course. But I'm a You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Call Amy at 855-212-4CBS. I don't know that I think it's appropriate to call people freaks. I don't call people trash. I don't call people garbage. I, I try not to call people names, actually, at all. It's one of my rules for social media. No name calling uh, and, and try not to make it personal because I know how it feels when the personal attacks come my way. Um, that's something that I've definitely learned over the last 10 years is how to manage social media at this level. Uh, it sucks. I mean, just be fair and just be honest. There's... Uh, not a lot of benefits to it. However, uh, many of you are faithful followers on Facebook or you're you're always keeping up with me on Twitter, uh, our YouTube channel, our podcast. Uh, you let us know when things are not right. And uh, that's good. That means that you're monitoring, you're paying attention, and that you're along with us. So there are a lot of people who have decided uh, that they're going to be positive on social media, and I appreciate that. But, yeah, generally it's it's one of those elements of the job that I do not love. Um, and I will say, though, that you all have, have been very supportive over the last 10 years, many of you. Um, and I know a lot of you have been around since we were doing the show on the weekends. And so if you want to write in and let us know how you found the network or how you listen or um, – 
I don't know, maybe what you remember about the first time that you heard the show or the network, that's awesome. So Twitter, Facebook, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, 855-212-4227. I fear that someone is going to ask me to share my favorite moments of the last 10 years, and it's absolutely impossible, so please do not ask me that. There's no way uh, that I could narrow it down to three one of the popular questions we get on Ask Amy Anything is your favorite interview of all time. I can't even tell you that. I will say this, though. Some of the moments over the last 10 years that have stuck with me will be the moments where we lost people and where it was stunning and it was unexpected. I know that Pat Summit was dealing with Alzheimer's. To talk about her passing as a, a, a woman, as an icon, as a basketball coach that meant so much to me when I was growing up, that was really difficult. Um, to, to talk about the passing of Arnold Palmer, who was my grandmother's favorite golfer, uh, that was also hard because it was unexpected too. But, it, but there have been others. There have been accidents. There have been moments like Kobe Bryant uh, die in a helicopter crash and that realization that grips the nation uh, as that news becomes reality, a harsh reality. We've lost so many people, some who were older, some who had lived long lives and productive lives, but others who had so many more years to live. And outside of the world of sports, we've had natural disasters. We've had tragedies, man-made tragedies. We've had, of course, mass shootings. I mean, it's, it's been one of those things that over the last 10 years has caused me to question why do I talk about sports sports don't matter right in in the grand scheme of life sports are nothing more than entertainment they don't matter uh, when it feels like our world is crumbling around us and the pandemic was part of that too right so many people put in really difficult challenging positions and even now have not fully recovered and so we've lived a lot of life in the last 10 years and I know that these last 10 years have changed me to the point where I could never just pretend like sports is so important. I could never just pretend like what else is going on in the world either doesn't matter or doesn't impact me. Now, I still don't talk about politics. No matter what, I do not talk about politics because that's a recipe for disaster. But we've shared a lot of other ups and downs and painful moments and grief and loss uh, and recognizing that life is fleeting and it's precious and we need to not take it for granted. And that's definitely something that's become even more poignant and even more clear to me over the last 10 years. Let's talk to Adam, who's in Toronto. Welcome to After Hours. Thank you very much. So, uh, first of all, congratulations on 10 years. Thank you, sir. And I love to bring up the, my, what I think are the five biggest stories of the last 10 years. The or five? Changes. Okay. Five. Uh, just, you know, I mean, trends. And I'd love, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to write about this. So I'm just going to give you mine and then you can comment. And I know when to get off the phone. Uh, so, first of all, I, I, I guess you realized that this was real when they took the tin cans with the string off and they actually put the microphones in in front of you at the beginning. Funny, um, funny. Nope, didn't didn't realize that. <laughs> no. Anyways, first to me is the move of the NFL to have become so dominant in sports. For sure. Second, 
second, the rise of women's sports in the last 10 years. And, and three, the change of hiring people who actually, who actually are professional female athletes to commentation to commentators has been a big thing as opposed to, you know, beauty queen people, basically the hair and teeth. Oh, there's still, there's still plenty of that. Let's, yes. yeah, let's yeah. not ignore just, the fact that, yeah, no, there's, no, there's still plenty. You can comment on, <laughs> on whatever you want. Um, the, the um, way that baseball is falling apart to me is, is classic um, and becoming, you know, turning itself inside out, trying to attract younger people. And, and then this is a, this is my Canadian cause I'm in Toronto. Um, the, the way that Canadian sport is dying. Um, oh. You won't know about this, but yeah, like the CFL has become nothing and, um, you know, they've got like 9,000 people out to a game here in the city. Um, we basically become a Buffalo Bills t- city, um, which is why the Bills can actually attract as many people as they can, because Buffalo has actually lost half its population in 30 years. So where are they coming from? They're coming from Toronto, which is now went from a city of one. I'm very old from a city of about <laughs> 2 million people to a city of 6 million people. Well, I would I would say though that the NFL is not only is it uh, it's national, it's cross country, so that you don't have to yeah. be in a particular market to support a particular team. I mean, that's something that I know very well as a national host is that we have people all over the country who are supporting teams that are not in their markets. I mean, I'm a great example of that. I've been a Broncos fan since age 13. Uh, and so I certainly understand being out of market and supporting a different team. So I'm not sure that's the only factor, but it doesn't apply necessarily to other sports. It applies more than anything to the NFL. Yeah. And, and just, and this is one line from the immortal uh, Richard Krause of iHeartRadio, which is about podcasts. Everybody has two of them. And mo- uh, sorry, they're like armpits. Everybody has two of them and most of them stink. So, <laughs> Yours isn't. So oh, well, I appreciate that, Adam. I mean, Thanks it's it's obviously based in an actual radio show. Thank you for your call in Toronto. I know that in Toronto, north of the border, uh, in Canada, we've had shows on and off the air, on and off the network. I honestly, I can't keep up with all the affiliates uh, around the country and north of the border. So a lot of times people come to me and ask me, hey, what happened? Why aren't you on in this market? Why don't we hear you anymore in Toronto on the Fan 590? Uh, those decisions have nothing to do with me. That they are not only way above my pay grade, but they're not even really network in house. They're made at the local level uh, by those program directors who run their various stations. So I know it happens every year. We lose some affiliates, but we gain some affiliates. Uh, and you can always listen on Sirius XM. We're now on 158, Sirius XM channel 158, or the app. Uh, I have the SiriusXM app on my phone, so I listen to so many different games that way. You can always follow us on our CBS Sports Radio website. There's a listen live button. If my mom can figure it out, so can you. Uh, We've got a variety of apps, including Odyssey. 
Um, and so you, it's it's a little hard to navigate because there's so much on it. But once you find it, you can bookmark it. So there's a bazillion ways you can listen in addition to our hundreds of affiliates around the country. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.